welcome to a brand new episode of the Hormonal Mama podcast. With me today, I have Tessa Holland-Taub, owner of It's Your Body, It's Your Life. The great thing about Tessa is the name of her business is exactly her approach. Her approach takes exactly who you are, your needs, your desires, everything that you want, and she helps you customize an overall health plan, including nutrition, fitness, and of course, mindset. She helps you customize this to your needs and no one else's. So sit back, relax. We have a great conversation ahead for you. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Tessa. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you for having me, Cara. Oh, it is my absolute pleasure. I'm, I'm so excited to talk about this wonderful work that you do as a coach. You do a lot of really awesome things. I know we've talked previously and, you know, I'm just excited. So I want to jump right in, ask you about your business. It's your body. It's your life. Um, I really, I want to know a couple of things. I want to know how it came about, how long you've been in business and truthfully where the name of the business came from, because I really like that business name. And I think, I feel like there's a story there. So tell me about it. Well, thank you. And I, okay. So how long I've been in business. So I'll try to go down the list. For you, so <laughs> how long, how long I've been in business. I've been in business for about 14 years. So I started this right out of college or I started working in the fitness and health industry right out of college, um, which is a whole very long story that I won't <laughs> go um, into too much detail into, but I was um, an athlete in college. So it kind of, um, it worked out that way in the sense of I had a background in athleticism and, and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, the business name actually came about years, probably when I was in college at some point, I think a lot of people thought, um, I was definitely one of those girls who I was, I was pretty much an overachiever when it came to overdoing the cross training, when it came to my game. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also just loved it. I think I like, fed off of, um, a long time ago, you know, I don't know, I could go on a bunch of tangents, so I'm just going to stay focused <laughs> on your question. Um, but yeah, so it's your body, it's your life was kind of, it was crazy. It came into fruition when I was, I think a sophomore going into junior year in college. And it was, you know, I was always motivating people really to, remember that like, it's your body, it's your life. You choose to move your body. But this is when I also was like totally over-exercising ironically, mm -hmm. but on the other hand, still had that mission of trying to stay away from like things that would make you feel worse about yourself. So this mm -hmm. is really about like it being like, it really, if you, if we really think about it, it is, it, it's our body, it's our life, right? We have the choice most of the time, not always, mm -hmm. especially now in the 21st century, we have the choice to move our body, to not move our body, what we put in our body. I mean, I hope everyone gets that choice um, and how we treat it and, and who we choose to be around and so forth. So it is a pretty powerful, it's been something that's just, yeah, I've had for over a decade and it's been, and then the slogan has been there for a very long time. So when it became official, um, it does have a nice ring to it. And I've always really believed in feeling that way, you know, and more importantly, just like when we live 
you know, a life that is true to ourselves for the most part, we are also like, you know, everything we put in our body and how our body moves is it all coincides together. So I, I love that. And, and I think that you just said it so well, you know, it, it, it is your body. It is your life. You get to make these decisions. And that is so powerful. I think, you know, for, for people to realize it, you're in charge of, of this body of yours, take care of it, but you're the one who gets to decide. And I just, I think that's just such a great business name. I really do. I think it's unique and it says, it puts it all out there. And I think it's just something that, that at least makes me stop and say, Hmm, I want, I want to know more about that because it is my body. Darn it. It is my life. What? Yeah. And I just think that's super cool. I wanted to ask you, you said a minute ago that you were an athlete in college. What, um, what kind of sports did you, did you play or like, what did you do? I, um, went to school doing, uh, playing division one tennis. Um, and I, um, it was the best thing ever. Like when I think about everything that we've gone through this past year, but like being an athlete in college was like my favorite thing in the world. And I don't think I would have pushed myself as hard to get really good grades or, you know, maybe I would have, but like, it just, everything for me was team-based. And I talk a lot about that, even in my business and on my website and stuff, like being in a team and being held accountable is a huge part of, I think, why I love what I do, because I do think we need that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to be held accountable through other people and to also have a support system rather than just being out there, even though ironically, tennis is a very individual sport. But if I lose, then, and, and, and multiple other people win or lose, we all win and lose together, you know, Mm -hmm. when it comes up to the team tally. So, and I also play doubles because in college you play both, um, usually not always, but I was grateful to play both, but yeah, I loved it. Um, I loved all sports, to be honest. I'm a very competitive person. Um, Um, even in like that. So yeah. Hey, listen, I'm not an athletic. Well, I'm somewhat of an athletic person, but competition, I'm not a competitive person except in board games. It's funny that you say that when it comes to board games, watch out. I am like, listen, I'm going to win this. So I think that's really funny. And I want to just say, I think that's super awesome that you played tennis. I, I'm not a tennis player by any stretch of the imagination. Every single time I attempt to get on a tennis court, I, I don't know why, but always end up hurting my ankle. I don't know what I'm doing wrong for years. Right. I mean, when I say years, I'm talking like at least 25 years of attempting to play tennis and it never goes well for me. So that's really cool to me to, you know, I don't know why that's so cool to me, but to me, it's kind of neat to hear someone say, yeah, I played tennis, division one tennis. And I'm like, oh me, I like to think that I can step onto a Well, a lot of people (laughs) do sprain their ankle and stuff. I never did. um, Luckily I had other stuff go on, but I never had a sprained ankle, but um, it's definitely for people who are not used to moving laterally and, you know, back and forth. So you're not alone in that. All right. Well, that makes me feel better. (laughs) Um, Tell me what inspired you? I mean, I I think there's definitely, as we're talking about your business and how you got started and, and, you know, what you did in college, but what really inspired you to get into the coaching industry? What, what inspired you to say, you know what, I want to be a coach. I want to coach people through, well, through fitness, through health, taking care of their bodies. What was that inspiration that, that really brought you to do this? Well, to be honest, again, 
I got kind of, I was going to originally possibly go into sports marketing. And like, I always thought it would be something inside. Like I maybe want to be an assistant coach. I always loved my assistant coaches. It's really close to mine freshman year. Um, but, and I knew growing up, I loved having that, but I never knew it would be a career for me. I never really. Mm-hmm. And if you, if we think about it now, it hasn't, it's not, it, it never was what it used to be when I started. So right. it was, um, when I was just getting into it, not a, not, you know, it was in, it also is a very luxurious item to have sometimes depending on, you know, and that's where I also try to work with people who, you know, all different ranges of, um, you know, financial, um, situations, but overall, like very long story short, someone kind of approached me into, because of my fitness abilities to, to, to possibly take an internship. And that's what led to like a very fast growing career in this business. But I think in the end, I was really drawn to knowing that like, I get to be a part of this person's life. I get to be at like, that was the coolest part is that like, they, like I was a part of their life, even when I wasn't with them and they would talk about me and how, what we would do. And it was, you know, that I was really young when I started in it. And so most of my clients were 40s, 50s, you know, when I was really, really young and I was getting to experience like so many people's stories and as well as like uh, trouble, like the troubles that they had throughout really life that actually impact their fitness and impact Mm -hmm. their health. And we forget that like all these seasons of life that we're going through is impacting how our life is happening. So like for me, I felt pretty honored at that time. I felt like, you know, and then over time, I just started really, it takes a long time. You know, they always Mm -hmm. say like, you almost need to do like 10,000 hours of coaching to really feel like, you know, and even then you're still, you know, figuring out because each, each individual is very different. So overall, I pretty much landed into it. Um, you know, anyone else would think it would be like, no, yes, this is like where you're supposed to be. But I didn't, I I don't know if I saw myself hundred percent doing this as long as I have, and as versatile as I have been able to do all the different things that I've done in this industry. So, yeah. That's really cool. You know, I, I'm really, the, the thing I think that you just said that really struck me the most is that you get to be part of it. You know, you get to be part of this person's life and that, you know, that that's such a, an important part of coaching in general is that feeling that you get, I get to know this person. I get to get to know them and be part of their transformation and help them on their journey, if you will. I think that's, I think that's really cool. Um, Tell me a little bit about the kind of work that you do. Um, I know you focus on everything, food, movement, mindset. You know, these are all really important things when you're talking about, you know, really overall health and fitness. Um, So tell me, I guess what I'm trying to ask you here is how do all of these things affect um, or influence our health? You know, how do you approach these in, in your coaching with clients? Yeah. So I think the big, the big question that you're asking is kind of like how I work with clients, right. In general. So I, over the years, I started out just working with clients one-on-one in the very, very beginning. And then when I started to teach classes and I add, instead of going through kind of the lists of like everything that I have in terms of like, you know, courses I've done and certifies and back to school and so forth, like 
the big picture is more like private training or group, small group and um, training as well as health coaching. So that includes, you know, the full circle of life If you, you know, everything from um, what we are primary and secondary foods, which is like what we put in our body, but also like how we treat our body. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I have an online platform that I, I've been actually doing online stuff, ironically, probably for over a decade, I started working with clients virtually. So I have a lot of experience working with clients on, you know, it started on Skype um, and then moved to, you know, FaceTime when FaceTime was available. Mm -hmm. And now um, I do love the platform Zoom, but overall I I do have a lot of experience working with clients virtually in different parts of the United States as well as abroad. That's awesome. Um, And, you know, a lot of what I do provide for clients is consistent support, as much support as they need. Um, You know, I have little Google drives for everyone where they have updated and calendars and like uh, music's a big part of what I like to implement, play it like, um, and all of that kind of stuff kind of dwells into how I can assist or be of service to a client. So Mm -hmm. my biggest thing is, and I always say to people like, I might not be the right fit for everyone. You know, I might need to refer out to someone who, and that's where I really love having an array of people that I can send clients to either I'm working with in conjunction with them, or I send them somewhere else and then they come back, or maybe we don't work together because I'm not the right fit. Mm -hmm. But in general, I have really worked with a ton of different abilities of clients and it's more, um, it, sometimes it takes a couple, a little while to figure out, like, am I the right fit? Am I helping you towards what you need in your season or like different part of your life right now, you know? So, um, and, and yes, fitness seems to always be the driving force because it's like the ease, that's where you see the most like physical results sometimes, yeah. you know, you see like you, you can feel better after that. Like there's like, when you go to a massage, you feel a relief. When you go have like your teeth cleaned, you feel that just like when you go to a training session, you know, you've done something Yeah. when sure. there's, you know, when you're doing a talking session or you're, that takes more time and energy for you to actually do more work on your own. Both of them do take work on your own, but a lot of that just, again, I, I know that's a handful that I just threw out there, but because <laughs> okay. I've been doing this for so long, like, you know, I'm able to assess a client and you know, because we're on a hormonal mama podcast and we're talking mm-hmm. about pre and postnatal, I'll just throw it out there. Like I'm on, I'm actually about to have my second baby. Um, and I know, you know, I, you're probably going to ask me some questions about this, but that pre and postnatal natal journal journey has been really cool to also add into my array of services because it's a whole, I find it to be a whole different um, area of focus that's pretty actually intense for clients to remember that they're going through because mm-hmm. a lot of the times we think that like we can just do all the same things. Yep. And um, I had worked with so many women pre having babies, and it's been really interesting to experience it myself and just see like just how much I've learned. But also, um, I'm glad I played it safe all those years ago with knowing that like just how gentle we have to be with that, that how our bodies just drastically go through such craziness, um, pre and postpartum. So (laughs) sorry about the tangent there, but there's a lot, No, it's a good tangent working with people for a little while. And so I can offer a lot in the, 
small group, um, one, I mean, I do, I still love one-on-one. I just think, like I said, the driving force behind why I think I love doing this is because I get to be a part of their journey and you don't get, you get that a lot in different groups, but like a real, like, you know, connection. Um, and you get to be a part of like so many different aspects of their chain, their life as they go through their own kind of health journey. Cause that's one of, you know, the health is one of the best gifts we get. Yeah, for sure. I, I just, I don't know. I think that's really awesome. And you, you all, you worded that all in such a great way. And that tangent was an important tangent. So I'm glad that you talked about it. And it's so true. You know, we, we forget when our bodies are going through these extremely complicated times, sometimes you got to change things up. You know, you, you have to use your body in a different way. And I know from my own experience going through a really weird pregnancy and having, you know, kids, <laughs> it doesn't matter what your postpartum journey is. It's difficult for everyone. For some, it's much more difficult, but you know, it, it's all about realizing your body's different. And here are some things that you need to, to do a little differently. Um, I kind of, makes me think of something that you and I talked about previously, which was, you know, the realization that all of our bodies are different, right? One size, you know, does not fit all in terms of um, how you take care of your body, the things that you do for your body, because my body's different from your body and this body's different from that body. So how do you approach this in your work? Like, how do you approach that with clients and the, the realization that if you're working with, you know, 10 people, let's say each of those bodies are different. How, how, how do you approach that with people? Do you know what I'm saying? Like in terms of, yeah. you know, well, I'll let you answer because it makes sense. So, <laughs> um, it does. Well, in, in, in a lot of ways, it comes with a lot of training, I think, because if you think about it, you can take one exercise and you can turn it into five different exercises. If you have the knowledge behind what the purpose of the exercise is, you know, like figuring out how to help that client do it in a way that works for their body. Because if you have wristage in issues, or if you're going through different things or have rheumatoid arthritis, or just all these different things that can come along in a client's life, that if you don't have a background or at least a little bit of knowledge in, you could possibly hurt them, which, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really lucky I haven't done over the years, but I, you see that a lot in these, um, cookie cutter, like here, just here's this, go do this. And then like, and just, I mean, there's so much out there. I really <laughs> separated myself over the years from it and don't even like know what, probably what is popular right now, because it's just always ever changing. And what yeah. is popular in my head is the science and mm-hmm. the movement behind a body. Like it's really, pretty simple. It, it is simple, but like people want to take it and they want to redo it and then they want to redo it again, mm-hmm. and make it all like pretty and fancy, but like you can do all that. But like, I really do think simple can become complex. Like people forget, like if you're actually in the right alignment, how hard things can be. So helping people find that within their bodies. So yeah, if you took, and especially using my cues. So over time teaching big classes and knowing how to cue correctly and knowing how to get that person um, I always like to say out of their head and into their body, which mm-hmm. is a big tagline for me like um, and using their breath, you know, inhale, you know, we could all just do that right now when we feel overwhelmed and nervous of that, like just slow breath, um, in, inhaling through our nose and exhaling through our nose and following our breath and letting go and then finding 
a way to move in a way that actually works for you with, again, taking an exercise, but possibly changing the cues around to work for you. Right. I, I, I just love that. Get out of your head and into your body. Cause I, 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 it, I mean, it, it seems so simple, but it's kind of like, wow. Like you hear it and you think, yeah, because we do, we get stuck in our heads and forget, you know, our heads and our bodies, they're connected, but, but get out of your head. Just, just move to your body. I just, I don't know. I don't know how to word my thought process around what you just said, other than it makes so much sense. And, and, you know, hearing you describe the breathing is just, it's important. And people don't really, really think about just how important breath work is. Yes. We all need to breathe in order to survive. Okay, great. But there's so much more to it than that. And I think you just worded it in in such a beautiful way. Um, Tell me, why are you passionate about the work that you do? So for, I think it's a twofold reason. One that I mentioned a couple of times here is that I do love being a part of people's journey as well as um, it's, it, it does really change a lot. Like everyone, like I had mentioned, it's, there's always something kind of new. I usually end up learning or re-inspires me to love what I do. Yeah. Um, but also I think my own struggle that I didn't realize I had until I was, um, you know, burnt out, even though it happened very early on because I built my business really fast and I took on a lot really, really fast, um, in the early years. But overall, you know, people say sometimes hitting a rock bottom or finding burnout can help you find, you know, more within yourself or, you know, all those things. But, um, you know, in that case, it was me and it did drive me to really become like overly passionate about trying to help people find what really works for them and Mm -hmm. to stop like constantly search for other people's way. Like we always want to know, like, what are you doing? Obviously it's working. So why don't I do it too? And it's like, no, it's working because like I found what's right for me, or maybe it just worked because Mm -hmm. I'm like really diligent and I decided to like follow this insane thing. Right. (laughs) Um, so, you know, a couple, you know, but, but yeah, but I think what's kept me going is knowing that, you know, we're, you know, I struggle just as much as the next person does in a different way. Like maybe it doesn't come in the form of like, yeah, I actually do get that high and I love to move. And, um, I don't see myself ever wanting to slow down and climbing mountains and, you know, getting back to that kind of more in, you know, more fast paced movement when I, you know, post baby, but overall, actually, interestingly enough, I've learned so much about my own need for like, I'm someone who likes to go, 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 go. So maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, people forget how important it is to like slow it down and actually move in a way that works for their body, which is just different for everyone. So it's, it's, I haven't, I'm still, especially as I go through more courses about like really intense stuff that I won't, you know, mention here, Sarah, Dr. Sarah Duvall, I've done a bunch of her uh, pre postnatal courses. And they're just like, there's so much that goes on, mm-hmm. excuse me, in the human body. So it's just, it, it, it's fascinating. The body is pretty fascinating and there's so much to learn and so much to know. And, um, I've been lucky enough to work with some of my clients for actually over a decade and, you know, watching them go through different stuff. And then, you know, people say, how do you do that? But I'm like, 
it's crazy what we go through and like how much changes and how we go back and forth and we take hundred steps forwards. And then one, there could be a six month period of season of your life where you're going and you're, you're stagnant, you know, mm-hmm. because something else is going on in your life. So I still really, really love that part about the work as well. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, it's, it, it's cool because I can hear in your voice, how much you love this work that you do, you know, something that I can really relate to is that fascination with our bodies. You know, I, by trade, I'm a massage therapist and I've been a massage therapist for 19 years, almost 20 years. And from day one, I felt like, oh my gosh, this, this machine is fascinating and the learning never stops. There's always something to learn about it no matter what your industry is relating to the body industry might not be the right word that I mean to say specialty, maybe there's always something to learn. And it's such a fascinating thing to learn what the body is doing inside, outside, you know, all the different things that it does. So I can really relate to that. And, and, you know, obviously there's so much more to it for you and everything that you were just saying, why you feel so strongly about what you do, but I think that's really cool. Um, We touched on this before. I know, you know, my question here is how has the pandemic affected your work? Um, And I know we touched on it a few minutes ago when you're talking about, you know, that you've been working virtually with clients for, you know, over a decade, which is amazing. Um, Would you say that the pandemic has affected your work in any way or, or good or bad? You know, it's, it's, it's something that, seems to have affected all of us in in so many different yet similar ways. I'm always very curious from, you know, people that I talk to how it's affected them, especially their work. Yeah. So for, you know, virtually has been great. Like actually in general, um, I feel like I could have really capitalized on being extremely busy, but I do think um, that's not what I'm like going for for, especially because mm-hmm. my, my child was like one years old um, when the pandemic like hit. But overall, I find it interesting because I have a couple clients who could have probably sworn off never trying it and now love it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they, they were actually one, um, they don't live close anyway. Like one of them lives Boston based. The other one is a good 45 minutes away. So like, all those, you know, that, and there's a couple of people who've done a little bit of both, but like everyone has kind of loved it. And it is allowed, actually, I have one newer-ish client who started up, who was like, actually, I'd rather do Zoom because I want to kind of commit to getting a routine at home, you know, or some sort of like independence and feeling that I can do all this stuff and like formulate. So it's been great. I mean, for some people, like, especially if you're just, um, you know, starting out in that virtual, I think it's really hard because I do Mm -hmm. think it takes some time to like figure out how to coach over, you know, it, 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 it definitely is different. And I do love the in-person and I still get, um, a little bit of that in and out through this past year, but I have, and there's so much, depending on the client, like it, there's sometimes it's like, Oh, I'd way rather work with that person in person, but like, 99% 99% of the time, everything can be done virtually mm-hmm. with what I figured out I can offer, you know, um, virtually. So overall, right. I do think the best thing um, for me, you know, I, it's been, I hate saying it in that way. I just think this phase in our life, it was a good timing 
-hmm. It happened at a good time. I'm really grateful for the timing that it had. Um, it, there's many times in my life where this would have felt like a huge disaster. So I go, yeah. my heart goes out to those who, who, who didn't, you know, who didn't benefit, this is the wrong word, who didn't like, okay. you know, come out okay with it. Cause there's so much going on in the world that, you know, but it also like everything in our lifetime that we circle through and history is so crazy like that. Like we're going to learn a lot from it and we're going to become either stronger or not, depending mm -hmm. on what we learned and how we come out of it. So I know um, for me and my work, it didn't really affect it. It probably helped it in some ways be very consistent. No one had anywhere to be, you know, now people yeah. are like, oh, actually I'm, go I'm going on vacation. <laughs> right. oh, where are you going? You know, exactly. like there's no cancellation. Right. Um, my work day was able to be like, you know, not really early morning. So there's some really great things. And, you know, for those people out there who suffered at all, like, you know, my heart goes out to you and there's just, there was a lot of heartache but I'm really grateful for what it was able to offer me. And I feel really lucky. And I just want to say my heart goes out to everyone. You know, it's, it's affected the really interesting thing, just as a side note, you know, is, is how we've all been affected by this one thing. And we all meaning the entire planet, which never happens. We're not all affected by one thing. We can think we are, but we're not, but with this, we were and, or have been, cause you know, in, in a lot of ways, you know, we're still dealing with it. Um, but I, I just, I, I know what you're saying. And I think that that's great that you were, you know, able to, you know, get, get some, uh, positives out of this very dark time in world history, but we're not talking about world history. <laughs> uh, we are talking about your business and this work that you do. Um, but with that in mind, I want to sort of change pace a little bit. Um, talk some fun stuff. Uh, th this is sort of where I like to ask some more fun, get to know you kind of questions that are, some of them are kind of silly, but that's me. I like silly stuff. So the first question I have for you here is if you could have lunch or a dinner party or a walk on the beach or whatever, whatever it is that you would enjoy with three people they don't have to be people i'll get to that in a minute dead or alive related to not related to fictional real they can they don't have to be people they can be animated characters they can be muppets they can be just ideas or characters from a book or or whatever who would those three people be and why and then the second question is similar and that is who are three people who have had the most influence on you? Sometimes those questions have the same answers. Sometimes they don't. But three is kind of my lucky number. It doesn't have to be three. If you have one or none or 50, that's fine too. But I just like to start with three. So the floor is yours. Well, I will I'll probably never have one because it's a pretty like, <laughs> if I could really have those things there'd be a lot of people so it's yeah. a very hard question to I know delve into sometimes but um <laughs> this is probably I mean maybe you've gotten this a lot maybe not I don't know why I've always had a fascination with the Obama so I put mm. Michelle and Obama together yeah you know I'm cheating there that's okay but, um, it can be one in this scenario <laughs> because they're a couple you know they're yes. a package deal Definitely. Um, so, I mean, that would be really awesome to sit down with them. Um, I yeah, don't even would. know what I would talk about, but like, <laughs> I would probably, you know, even though I could read their million books that they have and get all their answers, get most of my answers there, but it would be because I've read actually their books. 
Mm-hmm. But like, I would, I would just, yeah. I mean, they're, they seem like really fun people that you would sit down with and you would already feel like they would know you or something like that. So, totally. I'm with you um, there. They're definitely up on the list. And then Serena Williams mm. as, I mean, like part of me, I just, she, I would feel really intimidated to be around. I like, I, I don't that. know. Um, she's such a presence, but that's all I know from the court from watching her for, <laughs> you know, just because, yeah. And I think any, any of those women that I've kind of watched over the years, I mean, I love, you know, even though Capriati, like that kind of grew up watching and then Andre Agassi, I don't know, like all those some sort of tennis, it would be fun to just sit down with them. But like, I'm trying to think, and then, you know, there's silly things like maybe Julia Roberts or mm, I don't she'd know. She'd be fun. I like that. Yeah. Um, Meryl Streep. Oh, you know. wouldn't she be amazing? I would talk to her. I mean, there's too. some, I mean, those are like iconic people, but like, um, yeah, I guess I'm always fascinated. And that's why, you know, podcasts are so great and stuff and like learning about people's story. Mm-hmm. So just getting to know, um, and then just getting to see them be in their element. You know, I yeah. feel like those people that I mentioned are like, you know, kind of larger than life people. Yes. Absolutely. Every single one of them. That is <laughs> sorry. I went, like, oh, no, I was like, that's when I think I about it. this question because it's so much fun. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm a little sadistic, but it's fun to make people really think, you know, because I, you know, I, I just, it's fascinating to me to think for myself, like, who would I really want to talk to? And that is, it's a hard question. And it makes you really think about the things that interest you. But I kind of like that you threw some fun people in there, like Julia Roberts and Meryl Streep, who are people that I love. I think they're both fascinating, especially Meryl Streep. I just adore her. Um, So yeah, fun answers. I like it. And then what about three people who've had the most influence on you? That's a really tough one. Yeah, a different way. (laughs) But I think I'll throw the obvious. Well, I mean, maybe it's not obvious. I guess for me, I feel um, my husband, I think he's like, been a little in terms of most influenced on me being able to embody it's your body it's your life Mm -hmm. and to be able to embody um you know staying in this like crazy fitness wellness world but also kind of having this I know like I joke about it not joke about it like sometimes I, I lived in a city for a while and now we live somewhere else we in some ways we have like a very simple life mm-hmm. and like being really happy in that when there's, you know, you know, I've been really lucky to do a bunch of different things in my career and he's doing great in his career and you could have all that, but like in general, like we're pretty like simple people, like, you know, we actually, I run it, this is just a really funny side note, but we're like finally buying new socks and like, it's been a while. That's pretty gross. Like TMI, but like, um, <laughs> not at all. We, get like, it. we just, we, we love old stuff and like, you know, I'll have something for 10 to like, there's a lot we have, you know, we've found, like, I definitely have like my person in a lot of different ways, but like, I just think that like he, when it comes to the dark stuff that I went through with food and exercise and all that stuff, we really complement each other in yeah. that way. And I truly, I think we talked about this when we were, you know, pre, mm-hmm. um, I don't remember if we have, but like, I, um, I, you know, I say this quite often, like 
we can work really hard on ourselves and we can do all this work. And if we're not surrounding ourselves by the right people, I really don't know how that change happens. You have to be really strong Mm -hmm. and you have to work really extra hard. And I think that like, I had to do all that work, but then I also had someone who like totally, you know, was a huge part of why I think I'm able to like actually be like happy. Mm-hmm. I get that. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I, and, and I respect that because that I feel the same way about my husband and it, it's just having him makes all the difference because like you said, you know, you have to surround yourself with the right people and it's easy to surround yourself with the wrong people thinking they're the right people at least in my experience. Yeah. And that goes with like, kind of like the other people who have influenced, you know, like my clients are definitely not, you know, not all of them were amazing, but like they, most of them are, or they taught me something, you know, Mm -hmm. or they, they were in my life and like triggered something or like lit a, a fire in me that I needed to be lit at that certain time. But like, like I, like I've shared, like some of them, I, I, you know, even one of a couple of them, I actually knew before I knew my husband, I've been with my husband for over a decade. So it's like pretty cool, like to go through these things and just watch, like a lot of them are very, very hardworking, honest human beings from crazy backgrounds. And, you know, they've totally influenced um, me as a business owner, as a person and like helped kind of like remind me the person I, you know, want to be, I guess is funny is that, you know, um, sounds and like even the ones that you know the crazy people that I've come along like you know they teach us stuff <laughs> they happen um, but yeah but like you know this cliche is that there's just a lot of I think I can name a lot of people and even like family and friends you know just like just uh, the, all the different things that I've gone through in my life um, but overall like I guess those that he is the first one that comes to mind that I can just pinpoint without sitting here thinking too hard about it Yeah, I totally get it. I think, I mean, such a great answer and it's not cliche at all. And I mean, I understand why, why you said that, but it's not because when you find that right partner, I mean, it's life-changing. It was for me finding my husband and I met my husband when I was 16, but we didn't get together until, until I was 30. And now, yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy, you know, and and now we've been married for coming up on 10 years. So it's, it's really, it's something, how can I word what I'm saying? Not cliche. It makes a lot of sense, especially to someone like me who can totally relate because he's a huge influence on me. Well, I think also just to, to add to that in terms of like the health and wellness and like going through pre and postnatal stuff, like having someone like all that. I mean, that, that's a whole another conversation itself, but like <laughs> yeah. having all of that person to support you, because again, like, and I see it a lot, like, you know, I'll have clients that they don't have that support and it makes it so much harder. So it's like, right. how are we supposed to like reach our goals or keep ourselves accountable or like change the way we want to make these changes if we don't have that support. And sometimes we don't get it from our husband or significant yep. other, whoever that may be. Sometimes we find it in our coaches, sometimes a therapist or whatever, you know, whatever that wellness sphere that you have around you, your professionals that you have around you. But like that part, I think is part of that whole picture that we need 
Um, we can't just follow this like guide, like, okay, here today, I'm going to do this and that. We need that, like, you know, we need it from other areas so that we can actually feel good about, you know, doing this for, and my whole goal is to help people really see that bigger picture is that we're not just doing this for a month or two months, because what are you going to do after that? Like you need right. to actually create sustainability depending on, you know, your goals. Definitely. And hopefully, you know, we're trying to keep them and do them and sustain a routine and regimen that you could actually do for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Over time. I mean, you're just saying all the right things here that make so much sense. They're just touching me so deep down that I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like a checklist. Like, yep, 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 yep. Mm -hmm." Like you're reading my mind. And I think that's awesome and very exciting. (laughs) Um, So I really have one more question for you. This is my favorite of all my questions. This one is as silly as silly gets. And it's just because I love this. It is a weird fascination of mine. Maybe it's not that weird. Do you have a nickname? It's a simple Um, one, but I think it's- I have a lot of nicknames, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tessie, THT, um, T-Money. I mean, like, you know, know, I feel like it's people have taken my Tess, Tessa, and just, you know, each of my friends has something like a little bit different you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I do, but, <laughs> exactly. but not like a, not like a one and done nickname really. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of, I, I do have another question about that then is Tessa your given name or is that short for something else? That's my given name. T-S-S-A, Tessa. So nickname Tess. I, I, I like that because, you know, it's, it's interesting because for example, I have known people named Tessa when their fur, their full name is Contessa or something. I, I wasn't going to mention that, but actually that's I'm nothing against Contessa. I'm glad my parents did not choose that as their full name, yeah. but that's where it comes from. Third child too, I think, or something and other things that has meaning, but yes, that's where they found it actually, ironically. And, and Tessa hasn't really been a pot. You don't, here I hear it a lot more now than I did a long time ago because people mm-hmm. say I've never heard that before. But yes, okay. it did come from that. They did. They. It is not my full name. That is cool. I like that. I like. It's I just think Tessa. That is unique, and I I wanted to ask you that the last time we talked. I meant to ask you, and I forgot. Um, but I like that. I think that's really really cool that that they decided to go a little more unique and just say, you know what, it's it's a nice name, but but this is nicer. I like this better. So that's cool. I like that. Um, so last thing here, tell me um, where our listeners can connect with you, learn more about you and the work that you do. Yeah. So they can always find me at my website, www.soundsofunnysitsyourbodyitsyourlife.com. Literally, mm-hmm. it's your body, it's your life, no apostrophes, no nothing. Um, or the best place to like connect with me if you're at all interested in you need support or you have questions or resources, Tessa, it's your life at gmail.com. Um, you can send me an email and I will directly reply to you. Um, and then um, if you want, you could always text me, but I don't know, that's weird. Like, here's my phone number. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, you know, you can find me on Facebook. I do have a business page. It's your body. It's your life. My Instagram is Tessa. It's your life. Um, you can see a lot of the stuff I've done over the years, but I don't, I'm not on social media as much anymore. So the best place to really reach me. And if you really want to connect and have questions or really honestly support or, um, 
you know, I'm here for you and I do get back to you. So Tessa, it's your life um, at gmail.com is the fastest, easiest way to connect with me. Awesome. Tessa, I really want to thank you for taking the time out of your day, out of your life. You're very close to giving birth. So I particularly appreciate, I know what it's like to be like, all right, I'm so close to the end. I'm so tired. I've got so much going on. So I particularly want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me today and talk about all the wonderful work that you do. I think that the work that you do is great, but your approach is amazing. And I think that that's, that's awesome. So thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I am really honored to be here as well as definitely any distractions and all distractions for the last couple of weeks is always the best way to get through. Not for all. Some people want to rest and so forth. I'm like, give me anything that can keep my mind off of having a baby. (laughs) For sure. I'm with you there. (laughs) I totally get it. So anyone who's in the midst of it and like, you know, we're lucky I'm coming to the time where I you know, hopefully won't have to birth with a mask on and so forth. So I'm really grateful for those little random things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's around the corner and it doesn't feel, you know, it never feels real until about like a year after, I think. Ain't that the truth. I'll tell you what, <laughs> my kids just turned two and I still look in the mirror and I'm like, do I have kids? What? Am I, I know, mom? It's weird. What? This isn't, no. And it really took about a year before I finally was like, wait a minute. Okay. I'm a mom. I mean, like I said, I still question it all the time. <laughs> like, am I mature enough to be a mother? No. This I isn't. Am, I, am I really a mom? No, this isn't right. But I know what you mean. It takes a good year for you to realize, oh, hello, I'm a parent. Okay. This happened. <laughs> and it's the best. I think the coolest, one of the coolest things I'm trying, I wish I wrote down when she first really started to, you know, when they call you mama, I mean, now mm-hmm. she says that like a million times a day and I'm just yeah. like, what, it, where is the question after mama? Always. But, Always. um, it's, Always. <laughs> but it is the funnest thing, you know, I don't know, mama, dada, like, you know, I'm her mama. It's, it's, it's awesome. I wouldn't have any, my daughter sky is awesome. And I can't wait to have another one, but I always say, um, this you know, my theme song, wake me up when it's all over. I'm joking. Not really, but like, wake me up when it's all, when they're fed and grown. No, I love just because it. the it's, it's really hard. It's really hard. The beginning was very hard for me. We didn't really talk about that. It's a whole nother thing, but like, I, you know, anyone who struggles with postpartum depression, anxiety, say all, all those things that come along that you would never dream hit you and hit you, you know, take care of yourself. Um, I know I'm really lucky to have a village behind me and I know that you offer a lot of support in that way. So plug to you in that sense, um, really trying to connect people to the right resources, because I do think that we can think all we need to do is like get our bodies to like function. There's so much more you need to get your mind to function as well. And, um, just remember to, you know, something I did want to actually say, Um, for anyone who is struggling with their body or whatever, just remember that like you're rebuilding it from the inside out. So be patient. I have to tell myself that I have no desire to do that. (laughs) Um, um, And I, that's just me being completely honest because it's, I very, very um, vulnerable in that state. I remember just being like, oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable. This is like, like you're uncomfortable at the end, but then you're like really uncomfortable after the baby comes out. And I'm like, where is the release? You know? For and sure. there's not much. No. So <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Good luck to myself. <laughs> yes. Good luck to you. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> You're going to be like, I have two kids. And then speaking from someone who has two <laughs> kids who are very little and your kids are going to be very close in age. 
it's it's a wild ride, but it's so very well worth it. Wild, wild, can't speak. Wild ride. So yes. Well, thank you again for having me, Kara. It is my absolute pleasure. Thank you for being here.